Welcome to Share Talk, the only podcast where investors come first. Today I'm speaking with Andrew Bell, who is the chairman of Red Rock Resources. How are you there? Pretty well, thank you. It's been a short while since we've spoken about things. Um, obviously, the last thing we touched on was the impending sale in relation to the shippy mine. So, could you give us an update um, that you obviously covered in your RNS of the 5th of June? Um, yes, I think um, the, uh, the, the process of sale is continuing. The update was actually uh, more about the, uh, the fact that there's going to be an interim distribution in September. But we did refer uh, in passing to the um, to the process of sale or listing that's taking place. So yeah, very briefly on the um, on the distribution, we had, as you know, about a 520,000 um, distribution <clears throat> in March, April, and now we're going to get a 250,000. I'm talking times here, uh, distribution in September. So for this year, um, you'll be you'll have near 800,000 pound distribution, which you can think of as a dividend because although we're structuring it slightly differently, that's the effect. So in regards to the ongoing sales process, is there any sort of information coming back from that? Well, uh, it's the nature of a process like that, that it remains uh, on a need-to-know basis and fairly uh, secret because the people you're negotiating with, particularly if they're some of the world's largest, most prominent companies, don't want you going out giving moment-by-moment, blow-by-blow updates uh, and wouldn't in fact negotiate on that basis. So um, I'm I'm not able to say anything more than what has been announced. Um, and what has been announced, I think, has been very clear from the beginning of the year is that we have a uh, Merrill Lynch-led process which will lead to either a sale of the business of Cheapy or a listing of Cheapy. Uh, on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange, remember. Now, the, the sale process has been taking place in parallel with the preparation for listing, in other words, writing everything that's necessary for that. Um, and the sale process has been conducted in a very orderly way with a couple of rounds of uh, um, bidding and uh, a data room. And those who are going through the second round having detailed discussions with the company. And, uh, you know, the uh, culmination of that process is fairly imminent. So once, obviously, the evaluation event takes place, what sort of direction will the company take? And will sort of Red Rock look to distribute some of those funds? Yes, I mean, we have obviously a couple of possible outcomes. One would be a straight sale. And the other would be uh, an IPO of cheaply. In the event of a straight sale, uh, cash would be flowing uh, immediately. Uh, in the case of an IPO, uh, it might be that some stock would be sold at the time of the IPO, uh, or it might be that one would be selling after. Uh, so the, the consequence of the first 
<coughs> alternative, one of the offers being accepted, would be that we get a lot of cash in one lump very quickly. We anticipate, uh, although everything needs to be structured so that it doesn't get held up in Jupiter and comes to the uh, ultimate shareholders, uh, the other alternative would be one that would get value into our hands straight away, but the money into our hands would depend on the realization of uh, cheaply shares. However, if you look at holding in cheapy, uh, if it were listed uh, in its entirety uh, at a sort of cheap, so plus or minus company, then uh, we'd have 0.6% of that, so it wouldn't be difficult to trade out of. But there would be a timing implication of going one way or the other. What sort of perceived timescales are you envisaging for both of these scenarios? Well, I think it's common ground that the sale process is coming to a head now, really. Um, because when you go into a process like that and you have a lot of people being lined up and then crossing the jumps at the same time, um, there comes a point at which people cross the finish line. And <clears throat> that's the end of the process. And so there's a, there's a very fixed timetable for that. And um, we're reaching the stage at which the company will either, or cheaply will either make a decision to accept one of the offers or make the decision that it can do better by having an IPO. Uh, that is really very close. That forking of the ways, the choice of which way to go. If we can talk about one of your other assets then, which is El Limon, and obviously today's news release referenced the payments. Would you like to sort of discuss and summarize that for us? Yes, <clears throat> we still have um, $750,000. We've been paid out $250,000 of the promissory note that is that we are holding. We'll get paid out the rest in 10 months' time. Uh, that's $750,000. We've also received $50,000 interest on that, and we've received a small royalty payment. Um, the previous payments have been a bit bigger, uh, and this reflects a little bit of downtime at the plant at El Limon, uh, but they, <clears throat> the company, Lombia Milling and Para, now claim that they have that working properly and smoothly and that there will be quite rapid uh, ramp up now in production as the second bore mill has been brought into production everything is after a process of about 18 months it should have been much faster and we expected to be much faster uh, they said that process is now finished that the new equipment is uh, has been uh, brought into operation debugged and it's going to run smoothly so we expect that in succeeding quarters we will get much more substantial royalty payments and of course we we do expect that we'll be getting millions of dollars of royalty payments over the next uh, three or four years that sounds promising let's hope that things continue in a incorrigible way 
Could we have an update regarding the current situation with Maguri and Shotes Creek, please? Uh, Shotes Creek, I'm certainly happy to say a brief word about. Um, we have um, had uh, partners there in Mayan, uh, which is for time running Shotes Creek Development, which is the operator. <clears throat> Though they're not anymore. Um, we've had partners there who have been less than satisfactory in terms of their competence or their financial reporting or indeed in any other respect. And I don't think that will come as a surprise to anybody who's been following the <coughs> Mayan share price um, and <coughs> Mayan performance generally. Um, we are talking to people to find our way out of that one. Uh, but suddenly, as you have noticed, we haven't made any new commitments there uh, for <clears throat> over a year. And um, uh, we're now fishing in those waters to see what we can get out. And, but, but the expectations we had when we went in um, haven't been fulfilled, and that has been uh, in part due to management, which has been so poor that we actually can't tell whether there's a good asset underneath it or not yet. <clears throat> but well, we're still working on that. As for Gori, um, I don't think I'd wish to add anything to previous announcements. Um, we continue to pursue our interests in Kenya in relation to that growth asset. And we'll make announcements in due course. Could you update us in reference to Elephant Oil, please? Uh, Elephant Oil had a has an in, has an interest. It has uh, an onshore license in West Africa, just near the Nigerian border, and um, uh, in Togo, and um, that looks extremely promising. Uh, of course, the conditions in the oil market the last year or two. Uh, weren't such that people were putting a lot of money into that sort of thing. So even though it's onshore, which would make production cheaper, um, exploration still costs a certain amount of money there on a new project. And uh, seismic costs a certain amount of money. Um, I, th I think development oil has been, is my understanding, and, and we are only minority shareholders, uh, my understanding is that we have been doing better and uh, spending more than the other um, onshore uh, rights holder and as a result are relatively in good standing with the government. In other words, some continuing um, sort of social um, work and expenditure has continued but the, the major uh, exploration, they have um, allowed that to be extended. So. Nothing has been spent there, the position has been retained um, and uh, as we progress there will be in due course, I'm sure, an opportunity to make something out of that asset, uh, whether that will be by uh, exploration directly or whether it will be as part of a um, listing or sale of, the, of that asset by ourselves and the other partners in it. Would you like to give us a brief summarization and a sort of closing statement, please, Andrew? Yes, uh, obviously, um, we have been um, ho holding on to our purses and, 
and um, uh, been fairly tight about what we've been uh, prepared to do over the last few months, and we have uh, got various revenue sources that have been coming in, uh, and we've managed to lay off a lot of our office administration costs. This was because we can see the value crystallization event from Jupiter as being very significant and not a bit reflected in the share price. And therefore, uh, it would be harmful to shareholders if we were to do anything more active that would have as its inevitable result, necessity to raise more money and therefore issue shares, which would be at a huge discount to what we perceive as underlying value. Um, because the Jupiter asset is <clears throat> um, run by a management team, which is some of the finest mining people in the world, and its record as an operating asset shows that it's one of the best run mines anywhere. Uh, it's in a way that we're hold <clears throat> holding an asset higher quality than ourselves. And just when we see a very near uh, crystallized value crystallization or liquidity event in that, it would have been foolish to, um, to, to prejudice any of the value or to spend it in advance uh, on things that might not be uh, might not be beneficial. So there's been a relative shortage of news from us on other fronts. Um, however, uh, there is there's been a consistent pattern of improvement uh, in Colombia. Uh, things are being slowly brought into the kind of condition that we expected them to be. The reason we sold that asset is because we thought these other people would run it much better than we could. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> I think um, so far they run it okay, but from here on uh, that will really be put to the test. If it works, this will be another extremely good source of uh, uh, revenue and value for us. Uh, thirdly, we have Kenya, which is the wild card, coming up for an election in the autumn. <clears throat> so um, once again, we're in one of these periods where it can be a little bit dangerous to have too high a profile because um, then uh, with a new constitution, the number of elected positions has increased so much that uh, there are more people wanting to spend more money on the election and they look around to see anyone they might get it from. So we're sticking to our legal rights and playing this a bit long. Uh, but we really have to try and make progress in the periods between elections, not while they're happening. Um, and of, of course, we have one or two other interests. But uh, I think the, the thing to watch with us is going to be what we start doing as the next steps. In other words, um, the, uh, the coming to a head of the Jupiter situation does present us with some opportunities. And although we can't make major steps uh, with that uh, yet, we can start to strategize and look for strategic positioning in assets that are like uh, Jupiter going to provide revenue. <clears throat> it may be also depending on the incidence of funds to us uh, and the amount of funds to us that we will be in a position to make distributions ourselves. And suddenly we know that uh, that could be popular with shareholders. Uh, we're in a very interesting period. We have probably two or three or four months of really interesting good news flow coming up. And so I'm looking forward to being able to tell you much more as that comes through. Andrew, it's been a pleasure speaking to you as always. 
and we'll look forward to the news flow as and when it happens. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Remember to visit our website for more news and other podcasts at www.share-talk.com.